You're listening to We Die First, a podcast for black horror fans by black horror fans. Spooky Squad. Spooky Squad. Oh, man. Spooky spooky Squad, do you hear some heavy breathing? Because we're not alone. (laughs) (laughs) Did you write that down or did you think of that? Just right now. Honey, baby, I'm an improviser. I thought about it just now. What you thought? Yeah, I know a lot of... (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, don't say I'm an improviser. Like, that puts you in, like, high esteem. Um, five levels of annoyance theater, sweetheart. Okay? (laughs) Like... (laughs) But, no, we're... There isn't a creep on the call. Well, well... We... Hey, if that's how you want to introduce yourself, Albert, it's fine. We have Amma Rosebud here as our very first guest on We Die First. Woo, thank you so much for having me. Uh, hey, I'm Ummer. I'm a comedian, grad student, classic creep. Um, happy to, happy <laughs> to be here. That's what he's studying. Where are you studying creeping? Uh, University of Chicago. Yeah. Ooh, so we Has a long two... history in creepery. So, so many creeps. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Now, I love telling people that... Um, Leopold and Loeb. That's right, yeah. Went to Chicago. So. They did. And they murdered in the neighborhood I live in now. Absolutely. Yeah. So you Connections. Know. It's mm-hmm. all about connections. <laughs> it's, all, it's all about who you know. Yeah, you know okay. that six, the six degrees of, what's it called? Like six Separation. degrees of Kevin Bacon, right? Oh, yeah. From like Kevin Bacon's mm-hmm. the game. I always do it with Leopold and Loeb. It's like a, a really great icebreaker on a yeah. first date. And what I'll say is a lot of my friends take more than six degrees to get there. And you're like, wow. Yeah. And I judge Nobody's them hard. Fucking losers. <laughs> um, but yes, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Um, of course. I think I'm going to go ahead and speak for Andrew because I usually do. Yeah. Um, we are so excited to have you on. Um, I'm excited We're to covering be here. Yeah, we're covering Hellraiser this week, which, um, so I was, or I recorded with you like a month or so ago, Mm -hmm. and I remember us talking about um, having very strong impressions of the Hellraiser VHS cover, and I was like, boom, Hellraiser, perfect time to come on. That's, that's like one of my (laughs) few, like, you know how you have those like single image memories from your childhood? Mm -hmm. Mine is, um... I think I was like eight or nine in the Blockbuster uh, near our place, which is now a pho place. Interestingly enough, um, not really okay. important. But, uh, <laughs> no, it, uh, it adds. It adds. Yeah. I remember being. I remember like kind of wandering through the aisles on my own, um, and just the Hellraiser DVD cover catching my eye and being like, "This must be the scariest movie in the world." It's interesting you say that because I had a similar experience in a blockbuster but with that jack frost because <laughs> you're like oh that looks super cute but then you walk two feet further and you look back at it and it's an angry snowman oh my god i forgot oh. it was one of the that uh, what is it called that like a um, like reflector or something oh, no, reflector no, no, kind no. of cover gotcha. thing and it would change yeah the hologram it wasn't you yes. know like the most scary thing but it's just because it was really really cutesy but then you looked behind you for no reason then it was angry yeah when did it when did that come out oh man yeah. i'm I don't know. sure you don't i'm sure you don't know off the top it of came out in blockbuster early? times so okay, yeah. 
like the early 90s, I want to say. Mm-hmm. Maybe? I feel like I'm I've never actually other... seen that movie. I yeah. do oh, me, need to see it. Me though. neither, because the box did justice, and I never, <laughs> never could bring myself to do it. <laughs> well, I mean, that's what the Hellraiser box did for me. But no, before we even do that, Amar, give us like your horror history, I guess. Okay, uh, my horror history is actually pretty recent, I would say. Not, not entirely true. My horror enthusiasm has been recent. Mm-hmm. I I watched a couple, I like, the first horror movie I like really remember watching was The Blair Witch Project. Okay. Uh, with my cousin in fourth grade. Uh, and one of our older cousins was babysitting the two of us. And I remember we were yes, eating love Panda. love irresponsible yeah. older cousin. Okay. <laughs> and I remember we were eating Panda Express and we just like kept on stress eating, like past, way past both of us being full. So we went to, we went to bed bloated and scared. <laughs> Bloated and Scared is also the name of our second podcast where we just eat a ton of Panda Express and then vomit while we watch horror movies. We're also naked. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. yeah. It's, it's Not an in unne- the title. It's an unnecessary it's like addition. naked and afraid, but it's like bloated. But scared. naked and bloated you know. and afraid. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Uh, and I remember, because I live, uh, I grew up in South San Jose, which is kind of like just on the border of where things start to like like past us is just like ranches and like open hills and stuff so there there isn't really a city around us like we're in the suburbs on the edge of town and at night after that movie i remember uh hearing the coyotes the coyotes in the hills but Mm -hmm. if you ever heard coyotes at night they sound like kids laughing (laughs) oh yeah of course that's what they sound like well they sound like cat they sound like either cackling or like kids like laughing i hate Sinique that is i always also, assume she... <laughs> I'm a kid, is such like... a city kid it's to a fault it's just think... on the cusp of annoying i'm sorry i i just assumed that they sounded like wolves so like a coyote like house like oh it's like a wolf probably it's like that's a, a really, child that's really problematic for you to say yeah have you you can't just generalize what all you know oh so all four-toed dog looking creatures you know the dog diaspora is a thriving <laughs> yeah. community canine diaspora is their yeah, preferred term please. by the way okay i'm sorry all 50 listeners please don't you know cancel me. ben shapiro's just one tweet away from canceling your ass ben shapiro has been waiting for a moment to cancel me he's like i got her finally got her <laughs> <laughs> she's out of here wait so you heard the coyotes yeah. that night that night. cackling like children yeah and like cackling cackling is a big part of like the Blair Witch Project <laughs> yeah because you hear the kids <laughs> giggling outside yeah. of the tent oh my god yeah so it was a that was a stressful time for me I think and I think that's that I think that wasn't a great introduction like, I that didn't help me love horror is what I'll say <laughs> I think <laughs> that being my first and then in high school I started watching like movies with my friends when they'd come over for sleepovers because it was like a cool fun thing to do so that's when i saw like insidious and sinister and those kind of like um that era of like 2012 movies Mm -hmm. um and then just this last year or the year before i think 2018 i watched uh the original halloween again and just like dove headfirst into the horror genre because of that movie because it like held up so well it's so good like from 1978 till till now, like you'd think it would, 
there would be there would be some like it would lose some of its oomph, but it doesn't. And like mm-hmm. I, I love it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Um we are also slated to do that one for the end of the month. So I'm very excited Ooh. to yeah. dive into Halloween again because it is I think mm-hmm. I think it was one of the first specifically slashers I remember seeing that I was right. like, whoa. Yeah. This is cool. And Hellraiser <laughs> I first saw um in quarantine actually. Um like in March and I was at the time living in this like really old like it was a two it was technically a two bedroom but it was in Pilsen so it was a little cheaper uh and so I was just like okay. staying there and using one of the rooms for my office so it was like ca- like cavernous and like really <laughs> old it was from like 1896 so it like felt like the attic in the movie <laughs> like nice. as I was watching it and I was alone oh. and depressed and it was a good time yeah, this movie is, um, I think, similar to what we discussed of just, like, being afraid by the VHS cover. I didn't first see this until, I think, last year. It was one of those classics that I was like, I need to see this. But I think yeah. I just had that, like, mental image of, like, of being a kid and, like, I don't know. I feel like this is going to fuck me up. And yeah. watching it and being like, it's not too bad, but still, like, it's pretty fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> this is a strange movie. Yeah. Like, can we all agree this is a weird movie? Yeah, no. absolutely. I think I think I am raising my hand. <laughs> And just like loved it. No, it was <laughs> fucking, I yeah. I no, that shit was normal. Watch it before <laughs> I go. I watch it before I go to bed. When I go and volunteer at a uh, this youth group, this church I like to work at. I put this you like up. to work at. Yeah, you know, um, I like to work at this church and show the kids Hellraiser. And I'm like, if you touch yourself, this is what happens. <laughs> All of that okay. is a lie. It's fucking weird. <laughs> I mean, listen, if you just are pushed to the brink of carnal pleasures, like some demons will come and take yeah. you away. I'm just saying it's a slippery slope from like poking your penis once to being ripped apart by chains. I'm t- it's a slippery slope. And it is literally slippery. It is a it literally is slippery so slope. Slippery. <laughs> it's so slippery. It's a disgusting it's a disgusting slope. <laughs> it's a nasty slope. I mean, this is a nasty movie. Like I'm um Deeply horny I, too. Like deep. it's like it's like pretty horny. It's pretty sexy, but like it's it's, a, it's like so definitely gross. a second date movie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, like things are going really well the first one. You're like, all right, well, especially if you get older, you're like, I need to cut to the chase. I need to know yeah. if you're in it for the long haul. We need to watch Hellraiser. Wait, but on that note, though, if let's say okay, so let's say you are. <laughs> Yes. Where is this going? <laughs> sort of no, piggy- it, piggybacking off of that. <laughs> no, this is this is good though because it is like this is a jarring movie to show. Obviously, it's the whole premise of your joke. I get it. I understand humor, but I'm saying that like if you went on five a levers date of with the someone, annoyance, baby. <laughs> and IO, baby. Uh, but like, <laughs> so <Rip. laughs> you are on a second date with someone. What would be like your the horror movie you would show them? That like per- like perfectly encapsulates who you are, but won't like scare them off, or maybe you want to scare them off. I don't know. Oh shit! Yeah, I'm. Oh man, I like I have a ton like buzzing around my head right now. But as above, everybody so else below. go first. Everybody else go first. Did you say as above? Because <laughs> you know, because they'll be like, oh, like this isn't that scary in Paris. That's romantic. <laughs> So we're talking. Well, at least when they come out of the catacombs, you're like, "Oh, it's like you see the Eiffel Tower. It's like nice." Yeah, you're like, "Look at a beautiful, quiet Parisian street," and they go, "Okay, he's a romantic." 
and might murder me in the catacombs. <laughs> well, we're talking second date. I'm looking. I'm second I'm scrolling date. through my letterbox right now. <laughs> so see. I think I'd I would also go found footage, just because I think they're just more fun generally. Um, and I'm I'm trying to keep this person right. I think I would show them like a monster movie, like Cloverfield or something, ooh, okay. ooh, or like a zombie movie, maybe like Dawn of the Dead, something just like. Ooh, it's like violent, but it's fun, and mm-hmm. like I'm gonna get scared, and I'm like cuddle you, I'm like mm. I'm gonna the monster's do... gonna get me. <laughs> Ring Ringu is gonna be mine. Yeah. Ooh, because yeah. you're cultured, right? Yeah, like because I'm cultured. Movie. It's sort of a little. It's sort of a little artsy. <laughs> like it's uh, not. Yeah, it's not run of the mill, but it's like it's still scary, um, but not. So not not like Ari Aster scary where you get turned off. Like you can still, I feel like you can still like maintain an erection. <laughs> I was gonna say make out afterward, but yeah, basically. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. So like no no hereditary for you. <laughs> no, 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 not on the not yet. Not until we're we don't do Ari Aster until we are. Uh, fully settled and tired of each other. <laughs> nice. Yeah, no, Hereditary is definitely like, well, or you do Midsommar and just how you break up with yeah, her exactly. or with them. And you're just like... Yeah. See, Midsommar is tempting <laughs> because... Midsommar is tempting because half of it is my name. <laughs> but... <laughs> yeah, that's how I feel Ultimately, about... Ultimately, I think a bad choice. <laughs> that's how I feel about Candyman. I was like, that's what I was called growing up. Andy with a C. Okay. Were you called? Candy? Called, you call called you Candy. candy? I was like, honey, what? No one called me Candy. Get the fuck out of here. And I was gonna say, if people called you Candy, man, that's just that's just mean. I yeah, like. yeah, it would be not cool. I would also say, oh, especially in your super candy. your super white town, yeah. the white kids are calling you Candy Man. That yeah, that's is not okay. Yeah, uh-huh. there are so many layers to why that would not have been fine. Yeah. Lots of and the fifth time they said it, you'd have to. You'd the, have fi- to end the fifth time, I would think about telling my yeah. parents. <laughs> that would be a different movie if all that happened after the fifth time was Candyman told his parents. Would <laughs> 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 be a very different movie. Oh man! Oh my god, I love that. But hey, if you guys want to, we can jump in on Hellraiser and tell the people about it. And by people, I mean Andrew's mom and Ben Shapiro. Okay, I see your Hellraiser, and I raise you a hell yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> um, I saw, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm so sorry. Thanks for being on the podcast. Um, that was, that was this, this, everyone. this was the shortest episode. We're so sorry. Um, Sonic has to go tell people I'm amazing. And at 7.27 on Thursday, yeah. I was in my bedroom recording a podcast, not mm-hmm. committing murders. Yeah. Yeah. And I have to go think about what I've done. <laughs> he needs to go into the corner Blair Witch style. You are on punishment. Um, so <laughs> you sound like a coyote or a child. <laughs> I can't tell which. Either or. We covered Hellraiser, um, directed by Clive Barker. Um, it's based off of Clive Barker's book, The Hellbound Heart. It stars Andrew Robinson, Claire Higgins, and Ashley Lawrence. Um, it's basically what this is. Uh, this movie is justification for kink shaming, in my opinion. This movie is about this man named Frank who is just super into like BDSM, sadomasochism. He manages to find this special box that, when opened, 
um, releases these demons that will take him to the limits of pleasure but there's also pain so he didn't think about that but that's how that works and um (laughs) he has this lover who is also like his brother's sister who is trying to bring him back it's his brother's wife right brother's wife yeah it's not his sister yeah, not I was like, I'm like, that, I got, so that was a level of gross we did not need to add yeah. to this Sorry, movie. Sorry, guys, that's my Hellraiser fanfic. Also um, somehow <laughs> grosser than anything that's in Hellraiser to think about that. So everyone's related and everyone's fucking. Yeah. <laughs> it's like sitting, I don't think we watched the same movie. You just hear me like typing the whole time. <laughs> Ooh, that's good. So did you watch um, this on like Hulu? No, Pornhub. Where'd you guys watch it? <laughs> I rented it at the adult video store. <laughs> yeah. Where'd you guys watch it? I don't get it. <laughs> um, yeah, so she's trying to get him back from the dead, basically. And then right. some like crazy shit happens. Like, honestly, we're going to go in beat by beat because this movie is very strange, as we've already established. I'm sorry there's been dogs barking and phone calls on my head. No, that's amazing. I don't know if you can hear that's that. That's a coyote. But... Yeah, it's a coyote. <laughs> it's or, a coyote. Or a wolf. They're all the same. It's a coyote that belongs to my sister and is visiting right now. So. Guys, I'm not a canine racist. I'm just a regular racist. Okay, the more the more you racist. say it, the more you say that you're not, the less we believe you. Yeah, you're you're just digging a hole. It's classic. I'm not a racist, but I that? have a dog. Okay, I own a dog. I, I can't that's, be. That's not okay for you to say. <laughs> I own one. I walk him on a leash. Not racist. Um, <laughs> right, so she's trying to bring, herself. She's trying to bring him back to life, right? And like, yes, yes. Um, I like. We start off. Sorry, uh, I just like how this movie even starts off because you said it was based off a book, like his novella, and it kind of mm-hmm. starts off very dramatic, just with just the text, and it it struck me like a soap opera. Like the start of this movie yeah. was very soap opera. Very like it soapy. was very like melodramatic it was in so, the best way. So much the lighting, just the like the lighting of like of whenever she's dreaming about her and Frank like hooking up, um, and like when she's at the top of the when she's like at the top of the stairs like looking down at at Kirsty. It's like it's so dramatic, and it, and it like looks low budget in a way that's so that's like. That strikes me as more intentional than bad. I don't know. Like, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. agree. I agree. I think what's interesting about this one, too. So um, Candyman comes out later. This movie comes out in 87? 87. Um, and Hellraiser comes later in the 90s. I know that. So Clive Barker didn't direct Candyman, but it is based off of his work, and he definitely had yeah. like a hand in the making of the movie. But there are a lot of similarities, despite the fact that he didn't direct that one. It has like that same. I think both of them have this very weird kind of like British kind of gothic sense about them, almost like like those British like Hammer films from the seventies, almost that kind of mm-hmm. just weird atmospheric, almost like dreamlike quality. Yeah. Obviously, Candyman is, I think higher budget and it's a little little bit better i think but it has the same kind of feeling that i think also lends to why it looks kind of cheap and weird like it just it looks very almost older than 87 like i i was shocked that it came out that late in the 80s i felt like it was like way earlier i feel like he also maybe wanted it to my my theory is that maybe 
he wanted it to look almost like a softcore movie, like the way you'd imagine like a mm. a commercial for a phone sex line would look like in the eighties. Like I think Ooh. that's what this movie looks like. Well, you know, this is the age of like the erotic thriller, which mm-hmm. we don't have those. They don't make those anymore, and I'm really upset by that. But there was that period of like the late '80s to early '90s where there was a lot of like erotic thrillers were like yeah. the thing, <laughs> and it definitely has that feeling. Yeah. Like if Sunny could ew, bring like, any, if she if she can bring anything back, she'd be like erotic thrillers. They need to make a comeback. <laughs> Wait, you guys don't like erotic thrillers? I, did, like, I, I didn't love. say that. I didn't say that. I just said like you you really you seem like a a huge part of you as a person and you need them back. Well, I you know, I like to think that I'm a pretty like I'm kind of campy in a lot of ways and I feel like a lot of them are so campy that I I love them because they're so like ridiculous. Like they're so absurd and this movie is that. It's very it yeah. is kind of camp and kind of like like even just like okay, it's a British film but I'm not clear one where they are because there's just random British accents, but then also Americans. So I'm like, right. where are we? Right. And it's very odd. The Frank guy is clearly played by a British actor doing a really bad American <laughs> accent that's like poorly dubbed as well. It's very odd <laughs> and kind of distracting. But um, but no, we meet Frank though, like in like the beginning. He's in Morocco because, of course, white guy in an exotic locale, he's looking for yeah. some get some kicks right and he finds this puzzle box and when he goes back to his home he manages to open this box he's like in like a, an a- empty attic and in a, a square gets- of triangles i'm square of <laughs> candles why did i say <laughs> triangles a square of triangles um sorry but i'm like you know any box that you have to open up with a square of triangle candles is i'm like that's what the fuck is going on here <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I, and there's like I like when he starts to like open it or whatever there's like again in extremely low budget like electricity crackle effects yeah. coming out of the box. <laughs> like, he's like drawn this... on. <laughs> he's like this is a really impressive wooden box that has electricity. No, it literally looks like when you're on it, you do like Instagram stories, you can do like the little line drawings yeah. and you choose like a like <laughs> kind of um like neon one. It looks just like <laughs> <laughs> but when he opens it these fucking chains come out and he just gets like ripped to pieces and yeah. ew yeah like gross. Gross. it's just so all of those shots where it's clearly fake but just the hooks going into whatever they're using yeah, to make like flesh pulling. and i'm like oh jesus yeah, yeah. I'm, and like the thing is, I'm I love gore, mm-hmm. but there's something about when you see a close up of like someone being cut or like a bone break. Those things are just really upsetting. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a lot of that in this movie. Um, I will say, if you're a person who is not a fan of that kind of shit, you will not like this movie because it does that kind of eat. It like oops yeah. me out. It it's like a very bad. It's a very wet movie. <laughs> it's a, it's it's a sopping wet. It's movie. very yeah. moist. It's very moist movie. Like it's it's a very slimy movie. Yeah, like. it's very like empty plastic bag in a puddle vibes, but with with flesh. But, <laughs> it's bad. But eventually, the room is like filled with all these chains and shit, and there's like remnants of his body, and yeah. these you know this figure comes and like takes the box 
returns it to like, you know, closes the box basically. And now the room's just back to normal. Like nothing happened there. But a little bit later, um, we learn that Fra- this man appear- approaches and it's Frank's brother um, named Larry. And he moves into the house with his second wife, wife not Julia. sister. With his second sister, Julia. <laughs> Their mom is there. She gets in on it. So, you know, it's cool. Um, yeah, so the wife, Julia, is there, but we we learn pretty quickly, but I think it's done pretty well that Julia and Frank had an affair. They do really well showing the dynamic, very, you know, soap opera-like. They do very yeah. well showing the dynamic of everyone that Larry and Julia don't, they're not really getting along, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, Kirsty, the daughter, really fucking hates the stepmom, and... Yeah. Clearly, there was some shit going on with Julia and Frank. Although, what I'd say, what, yeah. what's interesting is, like, I initially, when I first watched the movie, until like halfway through, when they like explicitly say, when they explicitly say that they were before together, I actually read it as like Julia, like, just like fixates on this picture of Frank and like doesn't actually know him and is just like mm. dreaming about what, like, what like life with this like person could be because it like it seems like she's kind of just like building an image of him around the picture yeah yeah that's how i that's how i read it for when i first watched the movie but then later later in the movie he says like then we can be together like before and i was like oh okay so they were actually like together but my initial read was i could see that yeah yeah that's interesting i mean it almost more like weird that like this is somebody that you don't even (laughs) This is something like I don't even fucking know. And like, yeah, I like, yeah, just finding the mm. picture of him, like, you know, his box of nudes of other people yeah. and just casually, <laughs> I'm going to tear this in half and cake yeah. just the you side of this picture. Like I'm a yeah. freak from like, I don't know. But you could still see the arms of the yeah. the woman who was like holding on to him. Yeah. <laughs> so she like puts, still evidence she puts it up in front in of her. Picture. She puts so, it up in front of her to like force perspective. <laughs> she makes a sh- it's like, why is there a Frank shrine, honey? I don't know. It was just here. It's crazy. <laughs> it was already here. <laughs> well, this is why you have to keep your this is why you have to keep your nudie box uh locked up. Which we all have. We all have one. Um Yeah, you can't leave it next to your just yeah. your cot mattress on the floor. Yeah, no. And again, I mean, we all have a nudie box. <laughs> I'm a Luddite. I, I I prefer um paintings and sketches sure. so it's not it's not there's no photographs it's just right, like right. drawings prefer, very titanic you prefer you know, sort kind of, of <laughs> you prefer sort of lithographs you made maybe using the camera lucia <laughs> very you, you very go to old. you go to a party at Sonique's and it's just tasteful nudes on canvas yeah. all about just victorian yes. silhouettes with <laughs> it's like 18th century erotica from france it's very it's very classy Classy stuff. Yeah, okay. you have to make a silver plate emulsion before you expose. <laughs> it's involved. It's very involved, but like it's worth it. I'd say. Um, so yeah, and yeah, so there's definitely also tension that's established between Kiersey, the daughter, and Julia because she's like, "No, I'm gonna like, I got a room. Like, yep. I'm not moving in with you guys to this house. Like, it's it's very clearly like you know." Stuff's happened. Kiersey's mom is dead. Like you know, it's 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 classic like older child of like of a broken family where like the one parent remarries and it's just like I, I'm an adult. She's a mom. Like you know, yeah. 
Am I just speaking for myself? I, I am. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> She's not my mom. I slammed my door and I'm 28. So... <laughs> But, do you, do you um, want moving... to talk after this podcast? Yeah, just... <laughs> Are you okay? All I'm saying is that Vicky is not my mother. <laughs> Vicky? <laughs> I don't know who Vicky is, but if there is a Vicky. <laughs> uh, she's, she exists, but she's actually very nice. I'm kidding. She's a lovely lady. But um, she ain't my mom. So... <laughs> she's not my fucking mother. Tell me what to do. I'm going to go out if I want to. Um. <laughs> I don't think you still need to be asking permission, first of all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't need to be calling them. Yeah. Well, that's how I, I stay young. You get to a certain age as a young lady, and then you're like, you know what? I'm just going to revert to some bullshit. So I asked my mom <laughs> if I could take the car out, and she's like, sweetie, it's your car, and you live in Chicago. I live in Maryland. What are you talking about? <laughs> Fine, I'll take it. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. But they're moving into this house. Um, like a few couple days later, um, while doing it, and so Julia is just an off-putting woman, and they really, they really laid on thick that yeah. she's just like this really cold British bitch. <laughs> yes. There's a scene with the movers, and like they're like, "Hey, you got some beers?" Like they're they're spending all day moving your shit in your house. Hey, you got something to drink? And she's like, "There's beers in the fridge," and they're like, "Guess I'll get it." <laughs> yeah. Because we'll get them ourselves. Why move your mattress upstairs? They're moving all this shit, and she's just unfolding one ramekin from a box. (laughs) You're like, get the fuck out of here, Julia. Julia, come the fuck on. Get me my beer. Breaking a sweat after doing that, too. (laughs) And she's also, like, fully done up the whole movie. Like, her, her aesthetic is very... Um, it's very 80s power bitch. Like, yeah. she's got, like, the kind of, like, the... Sh- I, I liked it, though. It was, like, I'm like, ooh, like, she's, like... Ooh, she's frightening, kind of. Like, she's yeah. got this, like, mullet, and she wears, like, really sharp shoulder pads, and her, her nails are so red and shiny. <laughs> like, that stood out to me a lot. And just, like, at one point, even she, when she... Later on, she's at a bar, and she has these, like, black sunglasses. My mom used to wear glasses like this in the 80s. She also had the same haircut. Just, like, a very, like, specific, <laughs> like, don't fuck with me look. <laughs> so she is your mom. Yes, there's something you're not telling us? Yeah. <laughs> Guys, we're, like, unpacking a lot of family tra- drama in this movie. I did not expect it. I like how... They're also, you know, so they're moving, and she's exploring that, and she's up in the attic... You know, and we're getting some of these soft core shots of her reminiscing about Frank yeah. in that in mm-hmm. in the Frank torture room. Well, they don't know it, and that's <laughs> this is when we get him just that nice close up of him. You and I don't know. We've all moved, and you've caught your hand in a door, and if someone's not pushing against it, you're like you're like scene. get the fuck out of here. You you jolt your hands away, but he's like, no, I'm ripping my hand into this yeah. loose nail <laughs> just... that's hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they, if I they were really going, good at building that tension though oh yeah i'm like because that whole time i literally was like cowering in the corner of my couch like she's gonna yeah. fuck his hand up he's gonna he's gonna fuck his hand up yeah. she's this close to like masturbating <laughs> in the attic she's yeah. gonna come he's gonna rip his hand open because <laughs> they do like intercut they do intercut between her like reminiscing about sex and the and like the hand approaching the nail right and like mm-hmm. i feel like that's it's a very like on the nose thing about like blurring the lines between pain and pleasure that this like movie like mm. does yeah. generally. So 
Yeah, no, Clive Barker is definitely telling us about his his kinks because yeah. it's like okay, <laughs> interesting. Dude wants interesting, to get uh, dude gets off dude. gets off on tetanus, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you know what really he gets like, me going? He comes back from the hospital, no hand. Take it off. Oh no, a rusty nail. Like- yeah, but like fully ecstatic. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking out. Well, yeah, hand missing, full erection. Like, ooh, what's that? Your septic? Ooh. <laughs> like, no. Speaking of weird things, though, I like how Larry gets that huge gash, and his thought is, I need to run up to the fucking attic. Like, I would have been like, yo, some. And he was down there with people. He's with those guys, yeah. Like,. <laughs> It's like, well, he look didn't at- want to look weak in front of the guys, I think. He wanted to- Nah, they all fainted. They all passed out. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's, that's why he had to go up, yeah. <laughs> I also I think like- his like explanation is like, you know how I am with blood. So he like Yeah, it, it was explained away very well. But <laughs> I like that that's his his knee jerk <laughs> yeah. reaction is like- I mean that's why their marriage is falling apart, let's be honest. I like and based on how much blood is spilling out of his hand up in the attic, like so those much. stairs are probably filthy. Yeah. Now. There's like, blood everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I like to, you know, we we get the shot then of the the floor absorbing the blood. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you know, at some point I feel a normal homeowner would go back to clean up the mess and they would have been like, Ooh, this <laughs> is odd. <laughs> Something <Yeah>. is amiss. <laughs> Like, I definitely just, like, bled out, like, everywhere, and there's no blood. Interesting. Right? But is this where we, no, not, we start getting this, the goopy skeleton thing, right? I think now we it's start just, to see like, it, like a thing It's coming the... together. Yeah. Because yeah. it's. Yeah. At first, you only see, like, a pul- like a pulsating mass under the floorboards. It, like, yeah. The camera, like, pans under the floorboards, and you see, like, the heart uh, yeah goop Un- uh, <laughs> the you, know, goop. you know what it's doing <laughs> the goop heart. Dude, well this was this was a very wet scene that went on yeah. for so long what i i know it wasn't Too that long. long but in my mind it was at least half of the film was this scene <laughs> of just pus coming out of the floor yeah. turning it like the skeleton materializing and getting yeah. some muscle and shit but it was so goopy. <laughs> yeah, I gotta say, so really gross. cool scene though. It was it, it was shot really well. The effects were really nice. It was. I always wonder, like, I still wonder, like, how they. It's still such an. It's still such an impressive like technology, even if it's antiquated. Like, it's from the eighties and stuff. It's so. Well, that's what makes it so much too. more impressive because yeah. it is that like practical. I mean, obviously they're doing like yeah. probably some like reverse camera trick or whatever but like yeah. it's still that like practical yeah. stuff that's i think really just neat to see and, yeah. and i just love to think of like the guys who are really responsible for like the effects just having the best time yeah doing it because it looks like it's such a fun job yeah Did, my favorite part of that scene too is that they always cut to these rats that were there that were freaking the mm. fuck out and for some reason <laughs> i just i out loud said oh those rats <laughs> <laughs> oh no I was like I'm like could you imagine you're scurrying around people haven't lived there long enough for there to be cheese lying around and then all of a sudden this goop just starts turning into a demon in front of you and you're just a rat and you don't know how to process it all 
Yeah, I, they are certainly a sympathetic character in this movie. Yeah. Yeah, the it's really the unsung heroes of this movie. The <laughs> Here's rats my question. Attic. Here's my question. Why not just absorb flesh from the rats? That's what that I thought too. Do? Like, why didn't he? Because you know, rats come back here and there in the movie. But does there need to be like blood visible? Because afterward, he just ends up like sticking his hands into people. Yeah, That's how he does it. But I guess it's like okay, but look how many people had to die for him to just get marginally less wet. Yeah. Like how many rats would he have to consume Dude. to become a full? He, like I mean, he's 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 WAP right now, and you know what he'd have to do to become no, Ben Shapiro. <laughs> like, give me rats it would take to become. <laughs> how many rats does it take to be a man? I don't know. That's a, a throwaway. That's that was a lyric that Bob Dylan threw away. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I like. He's like, this doesn't this doesn't go with the song. This is ahead of its time. <laughs> He's like, they're not ready for this. <laughs> keep, I like. Uh, keep talking. I'm gonna put my put that phone outside the room so if okay. it rings again, we can't hear it. <laughs> okay, cool. I like the uh, the next scene is the dinner party and. You're right. right, Julia's just being such a piece of shit. <laughs> she's like the worst. Like I, typically, I'm like, um, I mean, she's she's obviously like the one of the villains, so she's not really written as like a sympathetic character at all. But like, I don't know how much of it was her just being shocked because at this point, has she seen? Not yet. No, she hasn't seen yeah. him yet. So she just she just like in a mood. I'm like, girl, but they're having dinner. They're all having fun. You know, her husband Larry is talking about his. To tell everyone his fucking stitches story because it's the most interesting thing to happen to Larry. He's like a middle aged white man. Like this is the best day of his life. <laughs> yeah, he has like a captive audience. He's just like, oh, no, 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 said this, and everyone's loving it, yeah. and she just can't even crack a smile. She can't. And then you know <laughs> she on, goes, Julia. she goes, I uh, just going to bed. She gives like a couple of the guys like the friendly kiss on the cheek, and then just looks and gives a shit smile to Larry and leaves, and. Yeah. I'm straight up, I was like, this asshole just going upstairs to masturbate during her husband's yeah. dinner party. <laughs> I'm just, that's going to be my theme. Whenever she is leaving <laughs> off camera, it's clearly to go pleasure so, herself. Yeah, no, she is. She's pulling that picture out and she's going to town while everyone's like, you know, eating disgusting dry chicken. She's just <laughs> <laughs> masturbating upstairs. Something, a weirdo. Something what? I do love about that dinner party scene is uh, after like Larry finishes telling his story, one of his guests is like, doctors, and her husband's like, that's right, honey. Yeah. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, it's... It was a very nice nod to how shitty that relationship is, too. It's like, doctors, yes, doctors. They fixed man's hand. And she goes off. Well, there's also another awkward moment in that scene, too, is so Kirstie's there. We've met Kirstie now. She's she's come around. She's at dinner. And she's, like, making eyes with that one other guy. What's his name? Steve. I don't know. But he is a dime store Tom Hanks looking little Yeah, I thought it was oh Tom God. Hanks yes. for a hot minute. <laughs> <laughs> he is a poor man's topic. And it's like a really awkward thing while the story's being told where they're like, they're like making eyes at each other, but it's so like, again, melodramatic and just kind of like back and forth, back and yeah. forth. It's like, he does there's like no this... chemistry between them either, by the way. <laughs> no, you no, she got really excited when he flipped that lit cigarette yeah, in and out of his yeah. mouth. She was oh, like, she loved that. She was like, ooh, what else can you flip in or out of flip your mouth? Your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't know. Uh, I feel like that would be that, the least attractive thing. What that mouth do is what she was yeah, she, at that time. <laughs> I love how no one else noticed it. I'm like, no one noticed the, yeah. the cigarette yeah. when his mouth that came out. <laughs> because they're so involved in the doctor story. Yeah. It's, again, the most exciting thing that's happened to Larry. <laughs> Yeah, they're like, we got to pay you attention. Know, Larry's the kind of guy who's going to tell the same fucking... Yeah. You know, when he went back to work on Monday, he told that story to Janet at the receptionist. He told yeah. it during the first meeting of the day. He brought it up at the, at the, at the water cooler at yeah. lunch again. He went back to Janet and continued the story. Like, yeah. everyone heard this fucking and he'll story. Pull out, and he'll pull out a G. Williker as well telling it, too. <laughs> yeah. And he also can't wait until it scars so he can have another reason yeah. to tell the story. Like, He's yeah. Kirsty oh, needs this? to have like ten grandkids so you can tell that story at least thirty <laughs> times to each kid. Yeah. Uh, oh, man, old white people. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, so after so what happens after she goes up into the Frank torture room and that's when right. Frank like newly slightly mobile muscles on skeleton Hank. Hank Frank grabs her ankle (laughs) and then she tries to leave and then he just you know with barely any muscle tissue has enough strength to close the door and she just doesn't like I don't I'm gonna fucking leave that's a skinless demon as far as you know get the fuck (laughs) out of that room seeing him just like fucking army crawl across the room was so upsetting so gross and how is there not like a trail like a slug like a snail trail behind him I think they do show a snail trail. A little bit. Yeah. They? At least later, when he, like, sucks his first guy. I, I, I mean, you know, I think you know what I mean. When he sucks his first guy. <laughs> you know guy. what I mean? Yeah. I think yeah. you also watched the wrong version. <laughs> when he Guys, you told you this movie is horny. <laughs> is there... When he drains the... No. There, well, there's well, gotta be a non-horny way to say this. When he drains <laughs> that guy of his essence... <laughs> When he milks that guy dry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, he well, th- that's they show they kind of show like Julia's eyes like or like they do like a POV shot of the camera following us the snail trail towards like Frank by the window, which I think is a cool mm. which, which I think is a cool device. But yeah, the first time around he's relatively dry. I feel like. But still, then they do the close-ups. He's just goopy enough that it's yeah. He's super. He's super yeah. goopy, like, and like he's she. The fact that she even st- sticks around to talk to him, yeah. I mean, like I know he shut the door, but she, like uh, long enough for her, him to explain, like I'm Frank. Hey, it's me, Frank. I need your help. I don't <laughs> like what. I don't. I don't care who you are, how much I loved you or wanted to have sex with you. If you show up in my attic as a goopy skeleton, we're we're not tied anymore, and I don't think we're gonna <laughs> hang after this. Like. I'm leaving. I'm sorry. I'm also no longer like having my weird fantasies about you because every time I think like, like, oh, I'm thinking like hot Frank when he was a whole man. Like, let me just like rub one out. I keep thinking about you as a drippy man. How intense must that affair have been? Because that was the drive for her to stick around. And then, I mean, like, later on, we still get shots of him slowly becoming more of a human, kind of. But he's still a goopy mess, and she's still, like, putting his finger in her mouth. It's just the memory of Dick, honestly. The memory of Dick is also our third podcast. We are (laughs) still naked. (laughs) 
no, but but truly, they're like that's what drives her, and it's like, I and mean, we also saw the pictures of Frank. Frank is like he is. If he's going to Morocco, because he's like, I'm so, I can't even get, I've, I've done everything. I've seen it all, guys. I need to get this demon box so I can see more. <laughs> like, this man is on another level. Yeah. I, yeah. And, like, Frank Ugh. is also, like, I'll say it, objectively gorgeous as a human. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So I think maybe it wouldn't be too much of a stretch to, like, kind of keep that hope in her mind and be like, this is what I'm going to get once I go through all this. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I could <laughs> see myself being like... This is endgame. Well, do you yeah. think, like, she, yeah, she got married to Larry and, you know, presumably maybe were happy at some point, but then Frank comes in and she goes, fuck, I messed up. This could have been my life. Well, so- I mean, it's basically when, she, when he shows up that day at the, the door. I mean, it's kind of implied that, like, Frank is a fuck up. He kind of just comes and goes. So, like, she he just shows up at their door and she's like, damn, now I have to fuck your brother. <laughs> like, I have no choice. Yeah. <laughs> Look at him. <laughs> you, it's really your fault for having not showed me a picture to let me see my options. Yeah, and we've all had those <laughs> moments, I think, where we don't have a choice. <laughs> <too>. <laughs> well, now I gotta... <laughs> well, I mean, if he's stupid not to. Um, yeah, so, so she, like, she, they, they talk and basically she, like, eventually agrees, like, I'm gonna help frank like yeah. get some some guys to, to suck and to become a man one day, <laughs> that's how that know? works yeah that's no need to ex- no need to explain that any further let's move on <laughs> no 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 but like she um so she starts so so julia starts putting on her full like bad bitch 80s well, does she have a job because she has out the clothes of like a very huh. powerful working lady but she doesn't seem to be working for some reason, I thought she was a, like, realtor. She yeah, like she's one. definitely putting in work, but is she working? <laughs> she's kind of got that, it's kind of like a reverse Sweeney Todd situation where, you know. She's definitely making it work, but is she working? <laughs> Wait, reverse Sweeney Todd? Like, I wouldn't know. Yeah, explain she, that. Well, because, you know, like, like, Mrs. Lovett, or Sweeney Todd brought in the the people that he killed and then supplied the people to Mrs. Lovett. But in this, right. she's bringing in the people and killing them to supply them to Frank. Mm. Hmm. I don't know. For some reason, I was just... I was really vibing on Sweeney Todd today, so when I was mm. watching this, I tried to make any Sweeney Todd reference I could. <laughs> Man, I wish they were singing. They were. <laughs> in this. In Hellraiser specifically. <laughs> Yeah, Can you imagine that. if Hellraiser just got his hands on this? Or not? Or Steven Sondheim? <laughs> Sondheim got his hands on this. Can you imagine if Hellraiser just showed up and went, I'm going to write a musical? <laughs> well, well, that's Steven Sondheim's full name. Can you imagine if Hellraiser just wrote Steve, company? Steven Hellraiser <laughs> Sondheim. Yeah. It's a German, it's a German name. <laughs> Listen, he raises hell in my spirit when I hear his music. Um, so yeah, so she goes to these bar, to this bar and picks up this dude who's also British. See, like, yeah. you know what? I, I think I'm just racist against British people because when, when British people show up in a movie, I'm like, why, what is, why are you British? Where are you, how are sure. you, like, what's going How'd on? How'd you get here? I need to, you need to explain I think yourself I think that, me. I think I think that outside of movies also. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, are you, oh, do, does the embassy know you're here? Like, are you allowed to? Yeah, what Dude, is I was, if, if we're talking about just stereotypes and shit, when she was like, 
you know, seduces him, brings him up to Frank's attic room, and then beats him to death with a hammer. Well, at least knocks him out. And he falls mm-hmm. on the floor, and his face is bloody. And I see, like, his mouth is open, and I thought, did did she knock out his teeth, or is he just British? <laughs> <laughs> Her, his teeth are knocked out, which, yeah, the injuries were not congruent with what actually happened. Because well, he's definitely is- more fucked up than what she did. What's funny is with with uh with British people when he when she uh hits him with the hammer his teeth actually look better afterward. <laughs> <laughs> and for a quick moment she's like maybe I shouldn't kill him like he's kind of cute now. Like, oh. <laughs> he bat she bashed him handsome. <laughs> <laughs> but she she kills the guy. Of course, like Frank fucking crawls out on his yeah. elbows again, and he's just like <laughs> comes out, and he's like, "Look away!" Like he just holds. I'm like, I just murdered someone. Like, why do I have to look away? Like, I I think I'm I can this. take this now. Like, I just hammered someone to death. Like, do you like like she leaves and comes back, and he's a little more a little more muscle on them bones, and he can stand, and then. Again, I've never been so attracted to someone that if they were a muscly corpse and they said, come here, I need to feel you. I'm like, you know, I'm actually good. I'm celibate now. <laughs> I've actually, be- I've joined, a, uh, like, I'm a nun now. So, sorry. You're like, baby, let's work on you a little bit more. Let's get you a little little skin on you. That's third date. That's third date. Yeah, he, he skipped, <laughs> and he just straight up goes for third base and just starts groping her, and I'm like, yeah. that is... Yeah. All right, I guess. Gross. That's... <laughs> Still... But he also... Ex- doesn't he explain at this point, like, what... I mean, we already explained it, but he also explains her, like, this is what happened to me, and this is, like, like the extent of it, or is that later? Just a, I think he, a little later. I think later. he explains it after the second guy gets murdered. Yeah. Because then she's like, you promised me an explanation. Yeah. This one, after the first one, he was like, suit, like one or two more and I'll be good enough to go and then we can escape the Cenobites. And she's like, the what? And he goes, leave. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, why why are you asking all these questions? I love to He's drop like women, you know. I love to drop vital information at the end at a, at a <laughs> yeah. conversation and then just leave abruptly. <laughs> oh man! Just like pushes her out the room and shuts the door. Yeah. <laughs> also, okay, how big is this house? Massive, huge. Because like, like no one's gone up. All I know is that if I lived in a house that just had like an empty, big old attic, like. I would go there all the time because the acoustics would be so good and I would just go up there and sing. Okay. I want that to be relatable so badly. <laughs> I No, no one else. I would do that all the time. I can't. You need to... I don't okay, need... Well, that's just a... I feel that's like a I don't, thing, I guess. I feel like I don't need good acoustics to think my voice sounds good. I... Ooh. All right, no, that's... No, I mean... What I mean is I know that's my good. voice is bad, but my... Ego is so big. That's that good. Wait, have you guys never been in like when you were a kid and like because you moved to a new house and just like sang in the different bedrooms and be like, oh, this is like the room, like this is the best one. And then they filled it with furniture and then you're like, fuck, I can't sing in here. I never moved as a kid, so I never had that. Huh. We are unpacking a lot. Yeah. Well, Andrew's yeah. never unpacked anything because he's never moved. <laughs> but- <laughs> 
I we've already <laughs> we've already established that I have very strong theater kid you, you energy. Do, you have the right. soprano five levels en- of annoyance, five levels of IO, Sondheim, <laughs> dude, S- soprano energy in a mezzo's body. <laughs> Alto. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> she oh, ooh. <laughs> My my apologies. We all can't be we all can't be perfect. I know. I wish I was a soprano, but I'm not. It's okay. You know. I wish I was a woman, soprano. I wish I was a soprano. Black woman and I'm an alto. It's just like my life is so hard. Yeah. The, those are. <laughs> I wish I was a soprano in the HBO sense. As, is what I'll say. As a black woman and an alto, it's things are exceptionally rough. <laughs> Cause you know sometimes Some, somehow putting those on an equal footing. Sometimes <laughs> I, I just want... I'll never be a like a female lead. I'll never be one. I don't want to have to <laughs> harmonize all the time. Why can't I have the main line? Well, I did I used to melody. play. I did used to play the alto sax in high school. Um, in high school band, I used to play the alto sax, and yeah, I'm sorry I could never be a tenor. It goes the other way for for saxophones, which is See? interesting. Yeah. That's interesting. Anyway, <laughs> we all have trauma. Yeah. So, <laughs> I was perfect. We know. Me, we know. <laughs> we know. What, what's that? You're getting your doctorate or something? No, I'm not gonna. Yeah, go to I hell. I told you. Andrew. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give five more <laughs> years to my comedy yeah, dreams, off, and Andrew. if I don't, if the comedy thing doesn't take off in five years, then I'll go back for a doctorate. <laughs> Yeah, my parents are very disappointed. <laughs> what are your dreams? <laughs> also, Com- I'm fully talking down. I'm fully talking down on you as if I'm not also in grad school, <laughs> actively in grad school right now. So. No, you, that's I can't judge. That's when you judge. realize that everything sucks is when you're in grad school, and then yeah. you can commiserate. It's like, oh, you're in grad school. I was in grad school. That sucked. See, I was the opposite. Where I was in grad school and was like. Anything could happen, and now it's years later. And I'm like, nothing happened. Oh, see, <laughs> when you go to school, but. when you go to school for music, they just really have to kick that realism in you. It's like you know, to get a job in the orchestra, it's twenty times harder than getting drafted by the NFL. And you're wait, like, what are our what are all our majors? <laughs> music. Okay. International relations. Whoa. Biophysics. So smart, cool. oh, yeah. smart, unemployed. No. Unemployed smart and smart. And unemployed. Smart, and un- smart and unemployed are not antonyms. <laughs> the worst is getting, I've gotten emails from UChicago and also from undergrad at Drexel being like, oh, we'd love for you to come and talk to like our our students who are in your program, like tell us you're doing it. I have to just ghost them and not answer and be like, yeah, uh, yeah, no, I got my master's degree. And then I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to work for the government. And then I realized it's all bullshit. And now I'm a comedian and I have Dude, no job. that's amazing. <laughs> but my- I have two podcasts. Check them out. It's a <laughs> We do not shit on our institutions of higher learning. No, no. We, love, we all love our alma maters. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. We'll be fine. So where were we in the it's movie? Fine. Yeah, I straight up forgot. <laughs> we goopy skeletons and groping. Is that where we stopped? Yeah. Oh, I think oh, so. Elaborating I think, on um, the Cenobites. That's what it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And like they're like, you know. Their whole deal. Take them to the extent of carnal pleasures, blah, 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 blah. Damn, I just want to nut so hard. That's why I started to find this this box and then it yeah. went south for me. Okay, good for you. We're, we're at so, the pet store. We're at the pet store with oh, yeah, Kirsty yeah. with, yeah. with the vagabond. 
And what? Who keeps showing up? Like, ran, yeah. like he just pops up randomly and, like, kind of just, just like, freaks Kirstie out because she's, like, a, a young white girl. A, Rasput- a Rasputin-looking yeah. <laughs> guy. A, a young Rasputin fellow. <laughs> Do you like how the- A Rasputin-y type. <laughs> I'm looking for a Rasputin type. Do you also like- what? What pet stores have you personally ever gone to or heard of that also just had a monkey? For sale in a cage. <laughs> that also stood out to me. I was like, I, it wasn't, I wasn't, it wasn't clear that she was at a pet store initially. I was like, oh, she at the zoo? Like, yeah. I was like, oh, as a monkey? And then it was like, goldfish and Gold- puppies. I was like, Wait, and then that, what? and then that old ass white lady just getting pissed about her parakeet or whatever bird it was. And she was not having it because did, that did vagabond Kirstie was there. Work? Does Kirstie work at the pet store or is she just at the pet store? Works. Okay. Oh yeah, she works there. Okay. Because she's like, because yeah, the that right. old lady said, "I want to see the manager," and she goes, "Well, the thing is, he's out to lunch, so I'm all you have to work <laughs> with," which is a pretty good right. response. It's truthful and kind of is like a shut the fuck up or I'll kill your yeah. animal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, pet store owners. You as a manager at a pet store. <laughs> don't yeah. Don't I don't know that pet that. store owners have that authority, but <laughs> I will euthanize your pet. <laughs> yeah, keep playing with. I them. will Kevorkian this dog, <laughs> and I will do it in front of you, and I will not break eye contact. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, yeah, mm, that was weird. So that <laughs> happens, but the, okay, ill. So the vagabond is like eating <laughs> crickets. Yeah, he just he He's just shows up for a free meal like a dick. Yeah. <laughs> but she, he, but the thing is, she was like. She tries to like enforce yeah. law and order. She's like, "You have to leave." And he's just like eating. I'm like, "Honey, he's eating bugs in front." Yeah. These rules are not applied. <laughs> but man. you have to give you have to give credit to that entire situation. He was very sloppy because he just stuck his hand in, and ninety percent of the crickets went into his beard and not into his mouth. Yeah. And then she goes, "You need to leave," and yeah. went close enough to like shoo him out, and he yeah. did. I don't yeah. think, yeah, I don't think in, you know, realistically it worked out in her favor because. Best case scenario, yeah. <laughs> really. But you see, it did, but I feel like if I were Kirstie and I see this man just openly eating crickets in front of me, I wouldn't even think to be like, leave. I'm like, he's, he's not. Like, and the way <laughs> he. Something different. The way he eats crickets to me, it was very like, I don't know, it's big. It has big last week when I was eating popcorn while I was drunk energy. <laughs> <laughs> I say big when I ate crickets yeah, last week. Yeah, I was like, that was... I appreciate that energy, though. Yeah. No, I feel you. It's like the big handful. You're just kind of like... Yeah, don't care where... The somebody... most vicious falling. Yeah, you find you. you find some later still, like, clinging to, to like, your, to your clothes. And you eat it anyway because you're drunk. But Kiersey, at one point goes to the house um to her dad's house and she does see julia bringing a dude over and i guess i mean i'm sure her initial thought is like he's she's cheating on my dad like the um but she interrupts the the killing basically when frank is has when they've murdered this new guy and frank is is you know sucking him off and um (laughs) There's you. We have to do it oh, now. Um, but Frank attacks Kirstie, and she, you know, is fighting back and decides she yeah. realizes the puzzle box is of some importance to him, and mm-hmm. she like throws it out the window. 
which I pretty smart. I will say this because I was like, what is she? She throws out the window and then like specifically goes outside to go get it and then run away with it. I was like, ah, okay. That's clever. Yeah. That was actually pretty clever. That is smart. I don't think I'd have the wherewithal to to think like that. I honestly just yell. Maybe just just yell. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, I think I would just, like, like, take the box and just, like, just kind of yeah. weakly throw it down and just, like, run away. <laughs> yeah. Is, is this, like, is he being, like, weirdly horny toward her yet? Yeah. Yeah. Because he's like, come to daddy. And I'm like, okay. wait. And so this is very much kind of up Cynique's Sally because this is kind of where the first, like, bit of incest comes up. <laughs> I was like, yes. Come to daddy. You can't see it. it. Weird. She, she was doing some incest dance, and I need you all to appreciate that. <laughs> Again, not yeah. a visual medium. I also do you like how Frank, when like Kirsty sees him f- for the first time, he goes, "Wait, wait, wait! It's Frank!" Like that's gonna calm her down. Yeah, <laughs> you have no skin. <laughs> it's, like, it's like when you forget if you have your hair some way, and then you drastically change it, and then when people see you and go, "Oh my God, your hair!" and you're yeah. you say, "Why are you?" Fuck, calm down, and then you say, "Oh, yeah. okay." Like you're not well, just in Frank has such he like... has such like faith in his good looks and like his chiseled like cheekbones. He's like, sure. it's me. Like you know, I, I have no skin, be. but like yeah. you see, you see it, right? Like it's me. Like, I'm still hot, right? Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, don't freak out. It's just your incestuous Uncle Frank. Yeah, still a ten. Yeah, right? like, still, still a ten. A ten. <laughs> it's like maybe I just turn this way, you'll see, like. Chris Kirsty, yay! I also like Happy Thanksgiving. You, yeah. Hey. If I found my, if I found a skinless man in the attic, and he said, "Wait, wait, I'm your uncle," I don't, I don't think that would calm me down. Yes. If anything, now I'm more concerned, and I'm like, "Well, I have to tell." I'm not doubling back, but I have to tell yeah. somebody about this. I like that when I'd be like, from which I'm your uncle. I'd be like, from which side? Yeah, exactly. so many. Who are you? This determines if I care. <laughs> oh, Uncle So and So. Oh, fuck you. I'm gonna. Yeah, if it's from my dad's side, then like I probably don't really know you. Yeah. <laughs> right. Do you like when uh, Kersey runs out, gets the puzzle box, and you know she faints in the street, and then we get the first re. Uh, in-person black person of the movie because the first black people we see are when they're watching boxing on TV and huh. and then he had the you know as most people of color in many horror movies his extensive lines were you okay and then she passes out <laughs> yeah the only I think yeah and then like the only other people of color in this movie were like the exotic people at the beginning who are like to give flavor to the scene yeah <laughs> like because yeah this white which man even, this white man's in even, a strange place and you know it because there's like brown people here <laughs> but you know what was weird about that even even like when he was <laughs> in the imdb synopsis it says somewhere in north africa but in wikipedia it says morocco so <laughs> interesting okay. okay wikipedia kind of taking a stand <laughs> it's like definitely Tunisia, but like yes. um, the people there are like it, it very diverse. Yeah. So I was like, I, I was like, what countries? Because like the it appeared that the man who sold him the box was like East Asian, perhaps. Yeah. Obviously, it does not mean like it's Morocco. Like, of course, anyone can be there; it's fine. But it was very interesting, kind of like it, we're in an exotic place, is what they were saying. But it yeah. was like, but which one? <laughs> Like, there's a lot of people. I see, yeah. like, a black guy out there. There's a lot of people here. Like, where are we? Um, yeah. But I think also the doctor was, Some. like, 
like vaguely brown. Vaguely oh, brown. It was black. Vaguely brown is also the name of our uh, casting agency. If any, <laughs> anyone out there is vaguely brown, we have the extras parts for you. And wait, are well, you... I had to bring I had to bring vaguely brown yeah. back. No, but he was like I think as a black man, he had kind of like a Caribbean like accent mm-hmm. a little bit. Hmm. Yeah. But he just was like, bitch, you crazy. <laughs> yeah. Th- yeah. The whole time I was trying to pay, I was like, what is this doctor? <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> what are you? <laughs> yeah. He's like, why don't you solve this puzzle box? Also, the cops are coming for you. <laughs> oh, and But see, I focus so much on the accent just because they are so jarring in this movie that yeah. like it kind of just confirmed to me like, wait, this is definitely filmed in the UK. They have a lot of British actors. Like I was like, it just was, it stood out to me like, oh, this man also has an accent where are we also why did he take this patient's personal thing he's like oh you were clutching onto this pretty hard when we found you and it's like why why'd you you take it and also (laughs) why'd you just give it back to me (laughs) also the nurse was just sitting in her room watching that flower bloom on the tv that was the most useless hospital Ever. And he was like, what? How did I get here? The doctor's coming. And then the doctor comes. This is the puzzle box. Why am I here? <laughs> there also was nothing in the room. It just was a bed and a television. There was no like. There's an IV. Okay. I'm, I'm just. <laughs> She's hydrated. I'm just, but there were like, no, there's no vital signs. Yeah. Like, like, what hospital is this? I told you an awful one. They yeah, just make sure like you're hydrated. Like, it looks like the room is like coated in asbestos. Like, <laughs> yeah. And this is what happens when you have nationalized medicine, okay? Because this is what the hospital is. It's a precautionary tale about socialized medicine, exactly. The NHS. <laughs> That's how they treat you. You pass out, and then they take your personal effects, and they accuse you of something. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that. And then a portal to hell opens right? up in the wall. <laughs> I kind of... Yes. It was kind of cheap, right? Because, you know, when Frank was solving the puzzle, like, he physically solved it. And this one kind of solved itself for her and opened up the portal but she seemed to be kind of like entranced by it and that's like the thing with that right it's like like you have to want this for it to Mm -hmm, work mm -hmm. that's like the lore behind it but i also like that she stood up when she tried to leave you know with when the doctor was there and he's like go you need to lie back down and she got she got the vertigo she she got the dizzies and she laid down but then the second that fucking portal hall opens up out of nowhere, she has the strength to walk down it, meet a demon, and full like full out run back to the hospital room. I'm like, that's yo, that's impressive. <laughs> that running scene though is like the like it's, it's so good. It's like the slowest like light jog like on a uh, a treadmill with a demon following her. And I feel like it la- another scene lasted longer than it needed to because yeah. it was going so slowly. And she kept like, yeah. when are you running away for your life from something? And then you still fully, you don't look behind you. You fully turn around. She was doing like <laughs> 360 turns. <laughs> she could have made it out there like a minute sooner. If she just weren't doing pirouettes the whole fucking way. Apparently Wikipedia yeah, peripheral says. vision's not so good. Wikipedia says that monster is called the engineer. Right. Mm. Which, wh- why? Yeah. <laughs> He has an engineering degree. What do you oh, mean? Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm Have sorry. some respect. I'm sorry. It's like <laughs> that was a quick. That was a quick and unfair judgment on my part. That um, a horrible wall hell monster couldn't have a degree in engineering. 
Um, two oh, degrees. Okay, so I, I clicked on his name, and it's like the list of all the Hellraiser characters. It's very long, his explanation. So he has a whole backstory, apparently. Because I think there's like but in five, five or six Hellraiser movies, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's like a bunch. Um, yeah. It's a demon, da da da. He prowls the quarters of hell. Um, but what is he? Because you're saying a lot of words to me. But I don't want to have to read all of them. It might be because so I mean I watched the second Hellraiser recently too. Maybe he designed the lab, like the labyrinth or whatever in the second. Wow, good for him. In the second one, I don't know. Maybe that's why he's called the engineer. Yeah, but I mean that. Makes or sense. maybe he's maybe that's just his hobby. You know, you know, know maybe he doesn't. It's just a nickname. He <laughs> plays with Legos. People just saw him playing with Legos, <laughs> called him the engineer, and it just stuck. No, in hell you only get mega blocks. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> oh god. Um, but after when she does, ex- she manages to escape from him. But we get Pinhead. I mean, they, they call on Wikipedia the Cenobites' leader Pinhead. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, like they're we are like, explains who they are. The Cenobites. They're like. You for to some we're demons, to others we are angels, and like we explore other dimensions and we just seek yeah. like horny shit. And yeah. but Explorers like basically got in to... the furthest regions of experience, I think is yeah, what they, what they yeah. They're yeah. trying to be it's fancy for we get yeah. horny a lot, and um, <laughs> we fuck shit that's up. British speak for <laughs> we won't. Oh, fool. okay. <laughs> you, you know that point where you're like, ooh, you use a safe word to stop. We go beyond that, and you're like, ooh, Whoa, okay. edgy. Ooh, they're like, yeah, we read Fifty Shades of Grey, and they're like, ooh. <laughs> That's actually how you get turned into a Cenobite, <laughs> is you just read Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah. I mean, have you ever met anybody who's read it? Because if you, because they immediately turn into a demon, so you Sure, don't. yeah, yeah. They disappear. Okay. Um, uh, I'm going to have to actually eliminate one of them for this game, but... Other than the chatterer, I guess the one who's holding, um, the one who's holding uh, Kirsty, fuck Mary, kill the Cenobites. <laughs> um, uh, probably have to fuck the one with the larynx throat hole. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> um, sure. I have to marry Pinhead because he's in a lot of movies and books. He's got that stable income, and I'm gonna kill yeah. that short fucking thing. <laughs> Gl- I, I I can't remember. There was a tweet I saw recently where like somebody was like, the Cenobites are just like two really coolly designed like monsters, and then one like kind of big guy with a good fashion sense. <laughs> <laughs> I would. I think I would fuck Pinhead. Mm-hmm. I would marry the maybe female one. Okay. I'm. I think. Not yeah, sure. I think you know, she's, I think she's supposed a hell to dimension, be. so yeah. gender is out the window. Honestly, yeah. does it really matter? They explore um, beyond that. So. Yeah, they're beyond yeah. that. So like, yeah. she's like, yeah, you don't want to. Th- she's doing these things. aren't as close minded as wolves and coyotes, Sonique. Yeah. These are demons. Well, she also had like I I would say Mary because she has a prettier like design. I thought it was kind of sure, just yeah. really cool looking. So it is and all about looks I would for kill. You, then. <laughs> yeah, I'm very superficial. <laughs> like. Mm. She's pretty. Um, and then I would <laughs> kill the one of the sunglasses because he kept li- licking his lips, and I did yeah, not Oh, yeah, that. that's gross. That's icky. Well, so what about yours? Because I know we all marry the chatterer 
if we had the option. Obviously. So that's why I left him out. <laughs> no, it wouldn't shut the fuck up. <laughs> or would maybe bite my penis off. Yeah, yeah. And at that point, if I'm with a Cenobite, maybe I'm into that. Yeah. Oh, you love it. Yeah. You like that, Andrew. <laughs> Tell me, tell we've me. Deci- more. We've you decided that. you like that. You like that. Please you tell me more what sick, I like. You sicko! <laughs> it's not. I believe this whole episode started with Sneak's preface of "Don't kink shame," and I feel no, very ashamed. No, Opposite. she said this movie no, is. I said this justify. This is yeah. the kink shame movie. Shame is it. an argument. It's an argument for why you should kink shame. Mm. Yes. You're, disagree, you're just you're just dodging then. you're just dodging to tell us who you want to marry, fuck and or kill. Yep. We're waiting. Me? Yeah. Oh, me? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um I kind of agree with Andrew's take. Right. I think I would marry Pinhead because like I feel like I would have to have an emotional connection to him because physical would just hurt too much. Right? <laughs> Throat lady is like I want to see what that's like. So <laughs> we've all been curious. And kill the and kill the other guy, not because I have anything against him, but because I like. Oh, I, it's the rules of the game. I, have I, I don't have anything him. against the. It'll it'll come later. The sunglasses guy. <laughs> I have much hate towards sunglasses guy. I guess yeah, the tongue is gross. So yeah, I'll also kill he wears his sunglasses indoors. It's very rude. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I don't like that. So about him. What if he Wonder. has beautiful eyes? <laughs> what if he has beautiful eyes? And <laughs> he opens up the longest eyelashes, yeah. and his eyes are like that thing, gray. That <laughs> thing in the movies. That thing in the movies where the nerd like takes off his glasses, and the girl's like, "Oh my god!" No, yeah, he's he, like, he actually was actually beautiful." <laughs> you just hear of Sixpence None the Richer, Kiss Me starts playing. You just take the Cenobite's glasses off, and you're like, "Oh my god!" He's actually just a normal guy that got trapped in hell. <laughs> yeah. He's like, well. Watch the second movie. You're not. Well, off. yeah, yeah. I did. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> okay, I need to watch those then. Because well, um, those Cenobites, those those main ones, it's in the second one, but the main ones were all people, and you find that out. Like, you see who they were. Mm-hmm. So, 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 uh, Laring's whole woman, I'm pretty sure, was a woman. Yeah. But she just. Yes. Okay, that, she was, that explains. She was a mezzo that sang too many high notes. She was an alto that sang too high, and she had to <laughs> blow her larynx out. So that's what you have to look forward to if you don't fucking learn your place. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> okay, fine. I'll just be a Disney villain for the rest of my life. <laughs> so but that- I guess it makes sense, though, because they're like, oh, yeah, like. At this point, they can't differentiate between pain and pleasure. So I'm assuming they also came seeking these this thing and then got fucked up, and now they're like these demons. Yeah, mm. and so they come. They like come out of the wall after she escapes. Yeah. After she manages to like escape the engineer, right? She like yeah. comes back out of the wall. And yeah. Then... Well, they're gonna take yeah. her, and then she goes. Because she opened. The she box. does the smart thing of saying, "Yo." Frank's lived. He's alive. And they said, you fucking lion. And she said, I'll make a trade. And then... She's like, you want that piece of ass, Frank? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But they were... Pinhead was slick. He was like, all right, take us to Frank. Maybe, maybe we'll take you up on the words. He he fucking studied law. (laughs) Drives a hard bargain. Yeah, he watched a lot of those, like... uh, 
negotiation coaching tapes from like <laughs> he had a, he had a subscription to master he took a lot of corporate seminars <laughs> and even before they before he like appears in every like new dimension he does that superman stance to like get himself like <laughs> oh yeah ready to like just be like a badass Gets that energy you know? He eats a banana <laughs> with some peanut butter to make sure he has yes. his protein and his nerves. Potassium. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But then I love that for him. We can learn from him. We can learn from him. <laughs> Take the good things, you know? Do you like, is this when we get, um, f- what's his face? Frank is making noises in the attic and then Larry goes up to check and then <laughs> what's, his, and then julia's mm-hmm. trying to be you know oh like oh my god don't go up there don't go up there blah yeah. blah blah and for some reason he does not find this odd and then she wants to make love to him and i feel like that should still strike him as odd <laughs> and then she, she that's says the that strangest to, thing in the movie yeah she says that to larry you will because she's trying to convince like keep him from going all the way to the attic so then they go to the bedroom but then Frank is in the bedroom and he's just watching through the closet, probably being like, "Oh, my my bro doesn't know how to lay the pipe." And then, <laughs> and then so she, like he's like kissing. He's like, "See now, if that was me. I would like hit it this way." <laughs> well, well, you know, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, "Do you think he's just watching, being like super judgy?" And then you say, "Oh no, he's not." Because he's like an armchair quarterback. Well, because he like he walks up and he has a dead rat that he starts skinning. And then Julia's like, no, 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 no. Like, don't kill him. And then he just holds the rat and goes back into the shadows. And I'm like, why did this happen? <laughs> what did like, what did this do? It was creepy and ridiculous. I think that's like, the, I think maybe that was supposed to be him, like, showing her, like, what he's capable of. Killing, <laughs> like, killing a rat. Keep, like, like yeah. in, the, in the bedroom. This is like, you. Like, this is you. And he's like... <laughs> But after this, sorry for right. the listeners, I mimed skinning a rat. <laughs> it's like, just, just, just so you know, <laughs> it was bad object work. <laughs> I, I didn't go through all five levels. So. Oh man! <laughs> uh, drag me. Um, so <laughs> done. Um. So so okay. After that happens. So, so the rat thing. So that was a that um, was a little before I think actually the uh, the hospital scene with Kirsty because at this point Kirsty runs home because she needs yes. to fucking find Frank. Frank, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, like a freaking out, freaking out person would, she's just screaming, "You're not gonna believe what's going on!" And then uh, Larry is like, "No, it's okay." I've taken care of it. I'm oddly calm, and don't be concerned about this bloody halo around. All of my fucking bloody scalp. I was like, why is she not bothered by that? You know. Like, how dark is this house? Like, <laughs> Right, and then we- Which is just, like, normal for the dad to, like, oh, dad got hurt again. <laughs> yeah, you know. It's like, must have gotten stitches again today. Yeah, you know. And maybe- <laughs> You have to hear about clumsy. that for the next ten years. <laughs> Yeah, he's tr- now he's trying to get more and more exciting stories, so he's just trying to hurt himself in new ways. Yo, you know, you remember the hand stitches? You're going to lose your shit for this new one. Imagine way. how stoked he would be if he had a cast for his friends to sign. He would be too excited. 
off the he walls. Be, off the so, walls. He'd be so annoying. And he's the kind of person who, after they cut the cast off, he keeps the stinky fucking yeah. husk. <laughs> Sick. Sick. <laughs> Sonique's getting mad at a hypothetical. <laughs> I hate it. Well, this actually, that was a deleted scene, is he did need a cast, and then he just put it on, like, in a trophy case. Yeah, there were lots of things this movie explored in the director's cut. Just... <laughs> a lot of backstory. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so she tries to. Es- I mean, she tries to escape at this point, but he reveals his. He he's Frank is just laying it on thick. He's doing the fucking come to daddy thing again. Like he's really like, yeah. and he's really selling it now because like now he like is wearing her dad's skin. Right. That's. Which is so sad and upsetting. I know, because Larry, Larry's, he was a good guy. He was lame, yeah. but he was a good guy. Yeah, I don't he's, want just, my uncle. he's just boring, that's all. Like, Which is uh, want... the highest crime, yeah. truly. <laughs> uh, I have to say, uncles, you're on notice. Stay out of my dad's skin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if I come to a barbecue and I see a halo of blood around you, I'm killing you. <laughs> And then it's well, now I feel like it's that to like stepmom. You're on notice. Stay on my mom's skin. Yeah, you're not my mom. Everybody, just, just everybody, stay in their own skin. <laughs> yeah, okay. leave, leave the barbecue with the skin you came in. Okay, yeah. <laughs> please. <laughs> you know, just a swinger like a swinger party where it's like keys in the bowl. <laughs> a, yeah, a, a centibite, a centibite party is just to make sure yeah. you leave with your skin. <laughs> That sounds like a shitty Ed Gein Texas Chainsaw party. Yeah. <laughs> shitty. Sounds like fun. Yeah, sounds like fun to me. I'm concerned. Oh, <laughs> great way to spend a, we all tired. a Tuesday night. Because I feel like you, it would be on an off day. It wouldn't be like a Friday. It's like a Tuesday yeah. night. Or like the skin party. I like that we all tired ourselves out with that. <laughs> we don't, we're just we like, don't, we're uh, not even going to give this any legs. It's done. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, moving on. So, um, yeah. So he's being like just mad, gross, and um, he's like, "No, I'm gonna. He's gonna kill Kirsty to fucking finish his. Because he's gotta still. He's gotta take care of you know the the stitches. He's gotta do a little extra yeah. little cleanup work. And Kirsty's gonna do it. See, this is the moment when you eat a rat because a rat would. It's kind of fill in the edges. What? I'm and shocked you're good. he didn't finish it off because he went. <laughs> he went to get stabbed. It's a little Kirstie. beauty blender. <laughs> Just a little, like a little beauty blender, just kind of like a quick little little zhuzh yeah. with one rat. You're good. Just one little rat. Well, uh, yeah, a dollop of a rat will do you. Yeah, but, like I, I, I don't think Savage Fenty's has, has released that line yet. It's it's forthcoming. Just fourth. rats. <laughs> yeah, the new just rats line. Just rats. <laughs> just rats. Oh man. That's fucking ridiculous. I'm just picturing. Can you picture the runway of these models? And then they have them like dressed up in faux rat shit, and they're like, "This is really extreme for rat makeup." Yeah, you have like a Bella Hadid just like at the end of the runway, just like with a rat, like pretending to eat it, and she's like, "But not." She'll be like hot. She's like, I'm gonna eat it. I won't. And she she has to count. She has to count her calories. So yeah, she's not eating. (laughs) I'm hot. I'm gonna eat it, but I won't. What what an apt description of modeling. I'm hot and hungry. Hot and hungry is also our cooking podcast. Okay. And are you? you, We're gonna. We're clothed for that one. Yeah, clothed. You don't. You know, we cook cook with grease. You don't want that shit popping on you. Splashing on you. We have we have a whole podcast network. 
mostly naked. It's just us. It's just, <laughs> just us. <laughs> um, but how many? How so, many listeners overall? Three. Just us. Oh, okay. Yeah, just <laughs> us. Us when we edit it. And right. <laughs> That's about it. Um. So, but while like they're fighting and Kirsty's trying to get away, Frank accidentally stabs Julia. But she like he doesn't care. He's just like, yeah. just. You already did, bitch. Like, right, drain yeah. you too. Like, no, no, nothing personal, baby. What a line. That's the yeah. li- in that voice. That's the last fucking thing I want to hear. Yeah. Is someone's draining the life for me? Yeah. They made- but um, they they chase what? up to the or he chases her up to the attic. But when he's about to kill her, like he 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 admits that he's himself at some point. He's like, oh, come to Uncle Frank, Kirsty. Like just being just being gross. Yeah. He ta- his problem is he talks too much. Yeah, and yeah. also being gross. Men. And also gross. Gross men. Men. And this... He's ju- yeah, he's just <laughs> indicting himself. He's just like, come to Uncle Frank, six foot one, I murdered your dad. <laughs> Holding up today's newspaper for some reason. <laughs> Recently returned from Morocco with an interesting box. <laughs> like, okay, I Frank. slept with well, your enough- stepmom. <laughs> And I sucked her dry. <laughs> the Cenobites, that's all they need to hear. And they're like, cool, we're here. Yeah. They're paged. They show up. And um, they're yeah, like, they're you know, beepers go paged. <laughs> yeah, they're little beepers. They're, they're, yeah, they have beepers. <laughs> they have a fucking like, car battery size cell phone. <laughs> no, yeah, the pinhead is like in the middle eating a sandwich, gets it, and it's like Frank. Yeah, he's, he's like, like oh, talk to me. Well, yeah. all, all of his pens are little <laughs> antenna, so his re- his reception's phenomenal. And then he goes, buy, 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 sell, sell, sell. <laughs> 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 On his big break phone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, go yeah, for pinhead. I'm going to start saying go for Umar when I start picking up the phone. I'm going to do it. Do it. Um, so they yeah, show but up. They, do, they show up, though. And they're like, oh, yeah, like, we're we're here for you. And immediately he just gets hooked. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, I hate about these effects. Like, I mean, they're so I, I hate them, but I love them. Like, they mm-hmm. just how loose the skin is when it gets hooked is like the grossest part to me. Just, no collagen uh, in the skin. Yeah. Everyone's <laughs> just, skin is so, uh, yeah. <laughs> so stretchy. <laughs> yeah, like she, if they're like, walking around a corner, they could get like flayed on accident if they get right? caught on like a, a railing. <laughs> Did you guys get, so I had to look this up because I didn't get it, but you know, Hank, uh, Frank's super fucking strung up on all the change and ripe and his face is so stretched and then right before <laughs> he's bt hold from all of these hooks he uh <laughs> he he go he just start you know he's screaming but then he just goes and jesus wept and then starts laughing and i didn't get that and then i had to look it up because he was mocking jesus saying he was a little bitch because he wept from all of the torture he was put through but he's like i'm frank and i'm loving it 
So Frank's take Frank's take on the Bible is that the crucifix should have made Jesus horny. Yes. (laughs) It was. He's like Jesus. He's like Jesus was rock hard the whole time. They don't tell you that in the Bible. Let's just say he. Let's just say he rose a lot quicker than three (laughs) days after being crucified. He's, he's like, you You act like I haven't met Jesus at the yearly heaven-hell mixer. Like, we talk about this frequently. He's still wearing that crown. I definitely <laughs> didn't catch that. Yeah, no, I thought he just said Jesus wept and kind of like the way people say it is like, Jesus wept. Like, kind of like, oh, fuck. <laughs> you, you, know, you know that common line when you're just bested and you go, Jesus wept. <laughs> Wait, have you never heard someone say that? No. no. Do people say that? Jesus wept is almost like you're saying like, oh God, like oh, Jesus wept. Like you kind of, it's like a, you oh. just, I don't think it's super duper common, but I've heard, I've heard people say it before. That's why I thought he, that's why when I, when he said it, I was like, oh, he's saying Jesus wept. Like kind of like, oh fuck. And I just thought it was, I, that's, yeah, I didn't know like what Andrew had said. Cause I like thought it was just like a movie saying bible stuff to sound cool like, that's, that, i didn't think there was that much intention yeah i didn't think there was that much intention a t-shirt it's like jesus wept hellraiser i, I am gonna, yeah. I am gonna like, start using quote, it hellraiser quote the bible <laughs> like, what, we need i think we should all start t- using it like sneak uses it it's like hey sneak did you set the timer for the uh the cake we put in the oven ah jesus wept <laughs> yeah, I think I'm gonna start saying that too. Okay, but yeah, two things, that's I need what to, no, two things I need to start saying: go for Ummer and Jesus wept. <laughs> Jesus wept. Yes, yeah, say that when I pick up the phone. <laughs> no, yeah, though, but no, that that makes that's I like that though. With that context, that makes yeah. it a lot more. Huh. And at the end, do they show his like face getting rearranged again, like in the beginning? No. Or, or no? No, right? But they do no, show like the just... columns spinning with the chains on them, and like. I uh... think that's the oh, the last. Also, get that quick scene as she's like closing the door. You see him get like yeah, like blown yeah. apart. That's the, the that's chains. the last thing I think we see in that room. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's and pretty then I think cool. she gets like, chased I, by I the. Like that. And then she gets chased by the engineer again, right? Like she gets chased by yeah, all of yeah, them. Yeah, because when. She... And all of them, yeah, yeah. And then she has to. Because when she comes out, they're like, "Where are you going?" And she's like, "Jesus wept." Like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then she just keeps like, like it's a fucking ghost trap. She just keeps solving one portion of the puzzle, and then it's like, "You're gone, pinhead." And then you're gone, chatterbox. Is she even solving them, or she just pushing down? She's just pushing things, man. She's just. But she's like, this no, is, no. So this no. is why I seeing hate because seeing what's just happened with this box, I wouldn't be, I would be very cautious about like the next thing I do. Right, with I mean, it. right? <laughs> summon more. And I think you have like thirty of them. You're like, oh shit! Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I like <laughs> so. Dare me shreds. This is why I hate sunglasses, dude. That we all voted to kill because of all of the supernatural abilities these people have. These Cenobites. Um, because Steve shows up, you know, her, uh, Kirstie's boyfriend. Yeah. And, Tom you know, Hanks. like, there, Tom Hanks shows up, uh, Wilson not present, and yeah. they're just running through this house, dodging Cenobites. And then so he cut the sunglasses, he takes off his sunglasses, and his eyes are sewn shut. And it, all of the supernatural powers they have, and he's just coming up behind him with a knife. That's all he could do was just come up behind him with a fucking knife. And then he gets taken out by a falling rafter because the house is on fire. Right. So he just gets blindsided by the house. 
Uh, like he he went in the derpiest way. He, I mean, yeah. it very it matched his appearance. Yeah, and then yeah. I think outside right. the door, the engineer like tries to grab. There was like a, yeah. a scene of the engineer trying to grab the box away from Christy, right? Yeah, from from Kirsty. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Christy, Kirsty. I know, <laughs> dude. Same try gr- growing up, growing up in the Midwest, I'm Kirsty's and Christy's. Fucking stupid. <laughs> Can't tell your Kirsties from your Christies out here. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus wept. I'm sorry, Kirsty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's how you use it. It's good. Good job. Um, so- we're learning. <laughs> She's like genuinely, learning. genuinely happy that we're using it. <laughs> yeah, it's catching on. It's catching on. Um, so they, um, then, uh, Kirsty and and Stephen or whatever the fuck is is his name actually Stephen. Yeah. Oh, Steve. Just say, just, just say Tom Hanks. Just say Tom Hanks. Okay. Okay. So they leave. Knock off Tom Hanks. They fucking leave, and the K-O-T-H. house like the, the house is collapsing. But they get yeah. outside, and she like throws the puzzle box into like you know some fire as she finds it. She's like, "What in this?" Yeah. And the this scene, the fucking homeless man that's been following her the whole time shows up, goes into the fire, catches on fire, and then becomes this weird. Bony skeleton beast? dragon. This dragon? And then it flies away with the <laughs> And you were like, if you just wanted this box, you should have told me. Yeah. You didn't need to eat crickets. I would have given you the box. <laughs> but that explains yeah. the crickets, too, because it wasn't a person. It was a bony yeah. dragon yeah. demon. Yeah. yeah, and he just takes it away. And she's like, hmm, wow. Rough night I've had. Um, and... <laughs> It ends with the box just is with another was with the merchant, and now yeah, he's yeah. like, oh, trying to sell it to somebody else. Yeah, could you imagine pesky just, foreigners? You know, could you imagine is a, the message of this movie? Yeah. This is what I'm taking. Away All of your family <laughs> is annihilated by demons, and you're just left with Tom Hanks. <laughs> with the Tom Hanks before Tom he Hanks. like yeah. blew up too, so it's like, yeah, good luck, Tom Hanks when he was still on like a. Uh, What's that yeah. stupid sitcom um, with Michael P. Keaton or whatever? Alex P. Keaton, that one. Michael P. Keaton. <laughs> Michael P. Keaton. <laughs> I thought of Michael J. Fox, Alex P. Keaton. Maybe he is the Michael Ma- P. He is the Michael P. Keaton of Tom Hanks. Is what we'll say. <laughs> no, no, he's in that movie, uh, the the TV show. Um, fuck, I can't remember. It, but he he. I think you meant Tom Hanks makes a Jesus cameo. Wept. If you're gonna yeah, say fuck, sitcom, you gotta say Jesus, Jesus wept. <laughs> Jesus wept. That '80s Whatever. sitcom, Jesus wept. Yeah, it's just like about something. It nuts. turned into Veggie Tales. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, but yeah, that was Hellraiser. Dude, that was Hellraiser. So basically, like the the implication is this this like cycle with the puzzle box has happened countless times with this merchant right like that's what makes it extra scary and like adds to the to the legend of the of the box which i love yeah don't just just open boxes you find in stores guys yeah but what if what if this box legend was a black box legend what explain that okay (laughs) well what (laughs) so so what we what we usually do right we like to look back at the movie and think if this were a black movie or just specifically not a white movie, how would it right. be different? So, do you want to take a crack at it? Give it like a first perception. 
Okay, I don't know if I could speak to... Uh... Speak. Okay. You don't need to qualify it. It's okay. <laughs> well, I th- I just feel like... I don't know. Like, I think the... 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 I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to think. I'm like trying to think now. Because, like, I feel like the love affair between the, like... I just feel like the dad would be so much more interesting <laughs> if, <laughs> if he weren't like... Yeah, yeah. And so, like, the love yeah. affair with the brother wouldn't be as, like, compelling or, like, uh, it wouldn't make as much sense because I feel like the dad would rock. Yeah. <laughs> if, if he wasn't like... <laughs> That's good. Like, there are like, no boring black dads. I'm good. I don't need Frank. Like, we're good. <laughs> yeah, usually a lot of our things... it. We found out the general consensus is if when we look at it through a black lens, we just have this added lens of logic. So, <laughs> so yeah, it's yeah. like, you know, if I like found a if I was Julia and even if I wasn't in a happy marriage and I went up in the attic and found this goopy corpse I would say we, yeah. and she didn't want to move in the first place. I would be like, we are moving. Yeah. I don't like it here. Yeah. And and then Larry would say, why don't you like it? And I'm like, go up to the attic. I will wait down yeah. here. Go up and to the attic. And then he would be like, and then he would immediately be like, yep, yeah, we're moving. Yeah, <laughs> we're moving. We're moving. <laughs> He's like, we don't, we don't have to agree with it. We don't have to talk about this. We're leaving. And yeah. we've. This is sort of separate from our marriage. Neither of us wants to live in the place of the movie. in the attic. <laughs> We can work out our issues. Added logic just comes from, I think, just an added sense of danger when you're a person of color. I'm just like, I don't just, I'm not just gonna do this thing because it's. First of all, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know that I would travel to you know the far reaches of the world to like find more pleasures. It's like no. How many? How many? (laughs) I try to think of any like any friends or family. Like, if they were going to fuck around and just, like, you know, play the field, they're not going to Morocco to do it. They're like, I'm just... Yeah. I'm, I might go to the next state over, but, you know, there, there's plenty of, like, fuckery in my own city. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't need to venture I'm not going to seek out a mystical, like, mysterious thing to, like, yeah. get me hard. Like, I feel like, like someone say... Just for that? No. It's like, you know, it's like, you know what happens when you start getting too mystical and mysterious is you fucking get an STD. Yeah. And I- also, just speaking for, speaking from, like, my, like, my parents got an arranged marriage, right? So they, like, had to make their shit work, and they... Mm-hmm. It, it is working. They, they, like, love each other. And it's, like, looking at, looking at Julia and, like, uh, and the dad, I'm like, I mean, my parents would have made this work. Like, there's no one. Right? And that's like another thing, too. It's like when we've looked at movies in the past and we'll say the the white lens is you're just afforded these luxuries of, you know, not working towards something or like working yeah. as hard as you really like realistically would also, in several nobody situations. nobody comes to ask about the people who have been murdered. <laughs> In the attic. Yeah, if this was a black movie, they would be asked about right away. Oh, <laughs> the cops, the cops would have been there. 
<laughs> the cops would have been following them down because they probably would have been like, ooh, that's not a woman. Yeah. Like, if it was a black woman. Like, they oh, pro- the last person they were seen with was a white lady? Okay. But <laughs> but yeah, you know, it's like, like this, any, any this, other person. This perfectly coiffed black woman with, like, a power bitch outfit. Oh, we're following her. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> you they're stand fr- out. like, this person, like, Julia was just this this 80s power bitch, as Sonique yeah. likes to say. And it's like, so obvious, and you know the bartenders would be like, "Oh, she just comes by like every other day and takes a gentleman home." I feel if mm-hmm. a black woman and did people that, people have been missing in this town lately. Yeah, it's the people who go to the well, bar. I, I feel like even someone would have been if it was like a woman of color it would be like, maybe she's a prostitute, and we should have an undercover cop fucking Buster. I feel like there are many steps yeah. at which people would have made assumptions. Yeah. to get black julia the cenobites do more investigation than anybody <laughs> yeah. in this movie <laughs> well even on top of that it's also just like the um the comment on like generational wealth that they even just acquired this house yeah. this right. really yeah. big lovely house yeah that, like, and then they can just kind of just come and go as they please from. Yeah. yeah just come and go as they please and be like yeah i kind of wanted to get rid of it if anything <laughs> like, yeah <laughs> Oh, nice. It's like, what? It's a big house. Frank needed that. And and Frank is like, you know, he's that fuck kid that like maybe he went to college but just fucked around, did all the drugs, and while the parents were alive, just like, fly me out to go do these study abroad things. He was that fucking kid. Exactly, yeah. It's like the kids. Frank would be in jail. If Frank were black, he'd be in jail because he wouldn't smell legal. Because you know Frank's in the legal (laughs) shit. Like, he's in jail. He's in a Moroccan jail. Yeah, but Frank, but Frank is, but Frank is quote unquote worldly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Frank's He's worldly when he does it. Frank's yeah. worldly. Black Frank is in jail. And like, yeah, I black I Frank. Think, like, word. I I went to uh, black Frank. <laughs> I went to uh, I went to Berkeley for undergrad, and like there was a like a group of okay, no, no, no it's not that kind of. Uh, I just like, uh, there was we get a, it, you're smart. There was a good and that and that's the end of that. I didn't even actually even have anything to say. I just wanted to say. Uh, but there's there's like a group of people who always used to hang out outside the record store who were like homeless, but if you like got into their backstory because there are like two different types of homeless people. Like homeless people in Berkeley who like mm-hmm. were homeless because of circumstance and couldn't not couldn't like come and like couldn't come out of it because of like institutional reasons. And then there were kids whose parents were just like rich like east coast people and they came out here to be homeless for the experience oh weren't like those kind of gutter punk type exactly yeah oh i hate and like i feel like frank (laughs) is exactly that frank is exactly that. he's a gutter he's a crust punk man he's a crust punk punk. he's just like he's just squatting like cuz yeah (laughs) and And it's not even because it's not even like for a like you can't even like hand it to him like oh it's like a comment on the establishment like he's it's, it's not political anti-establishment. no it's just, it's just so he can be a creep with more freedom i feel like a creep with more freedom yeah. no it's like whenever i and i watched that like um i mean it was a book but i watched i didn't read it i watched the movie the into the wild movie mm-hmm. and i just was pissed off the whole time like you're just a fucking rich white dude who decided to just be homeless like what the fuck <laughs> Who does this? And then you died in Alaska because you didn't fucking read a map. Like, also, so upsetting. That is also one of my favorite things about 
whenever we look back at movies because Sonique, as we mentioned is an unabashed city girl (laughs) she'll just be like a lot of the crux of her takes off things are why would i be in the woods i wouldn't be in the woods why yeah call call jt call sonique jt or young miami because she's a city girl Listen, when I was in uh, middle school, they took us on this thing called outdoor ed. And for all I knew, it was just a guy outside. It It was just a guy outside named Ed. (laughs) (laughs) You could ask him questions about life. (laughs) (laughs) I would, but it was like this stupid like outdoor experience to go like camp. We didn't, we were in cabins still, but they're like, we went to hike and like, we got off the bus and we hiked up to the place. And in my memory, I was like, shit, we were like out in the wilderness. Then I remembered, like, I, I really looked into it recently. I realized I was 30 minutes away from my house and we just like walked a little bit away from the main street <laughs> into the woods. But in my head, I was like, fuck, like, wow. Like, we're just like really roughing it, guys. What like, city? we're in the wilderness. What's, what city are you from? I'm from right outside of D.C., Okay. Silver Spring, Maryland. It's not city proper, but it's a it's a burbs. Yo, it's not- yo, Sonique, she saw some trees, some sky. It was this. Boy, was- it was March in Maryland, so it was wet and it was cold. Walked and I was like, uphill, walking uphill. I, I walked uphill. I had to carry my things on my back. It was like, <laughs> oh my god! Like I was like, oh my god, the pioneers were things. like, they had it so rough, guys. It's like, wow, the Oregon oh Trail God. must have been so difficult. I kind of just want to go real <laughs> camping with you. <laughs> just to see you fail, I guess. Oh, thank you. Out of love. You're and the then first every- person to tell me I want to do every- something with you just to see you fail at. Could you imagine that? You'd just be like, you'd get out of your tent. Well, okay. I picture me getting out of my tent, a competent human, stretching in the morning. It's nice. And then I just hear rustling from Sneak's tent and I hear, ah, Jesus wept. <laughs> well, because the problem is I don't know how to get out of my tent, so I'm just trying to punch it. <laughs> you haven't, place. yeah, you haven't quite figured out zippers. She's yet. like, I don't remember getting like, in no. here. <laughs> oh my god, uh, it's my brand. Um, but the, yeah, that was Hellraiser. Amir, plug and your boy, things. did we raise hell? <laughs> we did so many. Oh my god, my face hurts, guys. We laughed so I know. much. <laughs> I usually don't laugh this much. We we together Ooh. are not that funny, so we needed you to spice things Come up. Come on, I don't think so. I'm kidding. Wow, I'm kidding. I think you're. I think you're. I think Thank you're funny, you so much, Sonique. Wow, see, he's showing off in front of company. Look at him, <laughs> Sonique. I adore our podcast times together. this sounds made up this sounds made up <laughs> sounds, I, i'm reading it off my phone right now sonique i adore our time together sonique <laughs> it's been a fortnight since last we chatted man i've missed oh i deleted the, the rest i'm sorry yeah the... parentheses look up at her to be more sincere <laughs> she like says that <laughs> Bitch, where's my money? Oh, sorry, it's a text to my mom. <laughs> That's for okay. <laughs> the other, oh man, this was so oh, fun. Jesus, fuck. Um, I almost Jesus fucked. Night. Jesus wept. <laughs> Jesus fucked is Jesus. like ten categories worse than Jesus wept. Oh, I almost fucked up my mic. Um, I'm gonna plug your stuff though. Tell the people about yes. where they can find you. Uh, so um, I have a podcast called 
the pod is coming from inside the house. Uh, you can find it on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. I think it's on. It's also on other platforms, but I'm not sure which. Um, but you can look that up. Um, Cynique's been a guest, and I will probably put put out her episode uh, this coming week. Um, well, I don't know when this is coming out, but whenever we're recording, that's the week that I'm putting out her episode. <laughs> um, I also actually have another podcast that I'm going to start recording soon uh, with my friend Keenan Lloyd uh, called OK New Segment. The episodes for that are also uh, on my social media uh, and are, it's also on Apple Podcasts. Um, and my social media is at bummer underscore no underscore B. And that's my handle both on Twitter and Instagram. Um, I think that's it. I'm also single, so (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we haven't been plugging relationship things. Yeah. Guys, Ummer is a 5-4 king. (laughs) Exactly. So We cannot cannot stress this enough. Famously 5-4. Do you know what 5 feet looks like? Add 4 more inches. Exactly. Ooh, damn. I like to th- I like Girl. to think of it as a bonus. Damn, ready. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, like you're like extra. five feet. Five feet's good, but that extra four inches. Yeah. Mm. Puts you over the top. Takes you over the edge. Mm-hmm. Um. That's me. That's me exploring the further regions of experience, <laughs> going past five feet. <laughs> <laughs> a centibite of height. Cena height. A cena height. Thank yeah. you. And that's. And that's all I have to say. <laughs> that's awesome. But no, seriously, check out Amr's stuff. Check out social media. He is very, very, very funny. I truly enjoy your videos and your tweets. Thank you. Thank you. It's good, it's good shit. It's good shit. Thank you. I, uh, I, I agree. I can corroborate that story. Um, Thank you. <laughs> Andrew, tell the people where you are, too. Yo, man, check me out on Twitter at Andrew underscore on underscore drums. And then if you want to see my new modeling career, check me out on uh, Instagram at Andrew John Baldwin. And if you want to hire me to do drum shit for you, check out my website, AndrewBaldwinPercussion.com. I could use money. Hire me. Yeah. yeah. Andrew is multi-talented, guys. I'm also a drummer. I didn't bring that up. Oh, man. We should collab. We should make some sick beats. (laughs) You guys should drum together. Yeah. (laughs) Drum circle? Let's do it. Let's have a podcast where it's just us playing drums. drums. It's, yeah, it's, <laughs> let's do a podcast where it's just us playing drums. So you mean like make an album? No, 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 no. That's not what I said. No, it's a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Sneak? Where can we hear you or see you drumming? Drumming up some funny drum. tweets. Fuck. You're the worst. Um, <laughs> you can find me at say underscore anything. That's S E Y underscore anything on Twitter. I'm on Instagram, I guess. Say underscore Smythe, S E Y underscore S M Y T H E. Also, check out my other podcast, Everybody Wants Something. It's a Degrassi podcast hosted by two black millennials who deep dive into the 80s. I, I'm doing the whole thing. I'm so used to saying it over and over again. <laughs> but no, listen to it. We just got into Degrassi High and it's been such a wonderful time. That's where you can find me and all these wonderful, funny people. Um, again, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, we're still doing our heavy hitters Halloween. We've got The Exorcist next Ooh. week. And in the following week, we are going to have another guest on Halloween. So it's going to be so much fun. Hell yeah. Okay? Damn. So bye, you little spooky bitches. <laughs>
That's never not funny to me. They never see it coming, but then I, I just cuss them out and they love it.